Hey friends, welcome to this week's episode of Evolve uh, with myself, Danny Morell. I'm your host. And um, as you know, every week we bring you a new episode to help you to evolve in your highest potential in mind, body, business, and soul. And today, uh, especially you ladies, you're in for an incredible, incredible treat because I have my great friend and one of the founding members of an organization that is dear to my heart, One Heart, Miss Jeanette Rios. Jeanette, say hello. Hello, guys. Aww, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, what, a, I'm what a treat and an honor and a pleasure, brother. Thank you. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So, so Jeanette, I'm going to start off by, um, you know what's interesting? I'm going to start off by sharing with you something that's been happening to me recently that I think is a, a good reason for you to be here. Because maybe you could help me with this. Okay. Okay. Um, the more and more you get connected to your heart, the more and more I feel that the universe sends you people that um, you can build friendships with, uh, but also that you can help. And recently I've been noticing, like I've been attracting, I know this is going to sound kind of weird. I've been attracting women, right? Uh, who, who need help just getting stuff out, you know, who, yeah. who need help just talking, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, we had the interview with Natalia, uh, which is now going viral. I don't know if you saw, it was on El Gordo y la Flaca or whatever it's called. Oh, I didn't know it went there. Yeah, yeah. Wow, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it went there and, it, uh, and it, it's all over Colombia right now. And, you know, this is just something that's been happening where I'm starting to notice that, you know, both men and women right now are, are, are lost and they're sensing that there's something else out there, you know. And that's what I'd love our episode today to be about. I want to focus on the soul. I want to focus on the heart. And I want to talk to you and ask you some questions about what our women listeners can Can, can, can do to get more connected to here. So before we do that, share with us a little bit about yourself so that they know who you are. Okay. Well, so about 10 years ago, we'll just keep it to 10 years. 10 years. Uh, I moved to Miami uh, from Texas. I'm a border town, uh, Tejana girl. I, I came here to, to Miami not knowing a single soul. And uh, I said, why not? I got a job opportunity. I, I was, I've been in sales, so it was good money. I had nothing to lose. So I came, I conquered, I made money. Uh, I made friends. Uh, I made all, all kinds of friends, but the, the, the number one thing in common that they all had was that they wanted to party. They wanted to go out. Um, and so I found myself kind of neglecting my job and living this uh, everyday nightlife kind of thing, um, I started to lose who I was. I started to, to finally date men here in Miami, and I found that I could not find a guy who actually wanted to be with me and just me. Mm. He wanted to be with me. Maybe he was seeing other women. Um, so it started to eat away at my self-esteem. Cool. I started to feel uh, for the first time <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that maybe I wasn't good enough. Maybe I wasn't pretty enough. Maybe I wasn't smart enough. I don't know what it was, but I just didn't feel enough. Uh, mm. and, um, 
And then I, lo I ended up losing my dog of 12 and a half years. And that was kind of like the breaking point for me. And it is for some people, you know, our pets are our, our children. Mm -hmm. um, and I realized in that time that I was really alone. I was actually living with a boyfriend at that time. He ended up breaking up with me a week after I, I lose my dog. And then I, I realized that I was, I was depressed. And um, I didn't have any family here. I had, I had some good friends, you know. But again, if I would fake the smile. I looked okay on the outside, but in the inside, I was just kind of falling apart. And I would look at myself in the mirror, and I would, I would basically just, I would hate myself. Mm. And um, then I, I realized that I was becoming sick. So whatever you believe starts to internally affect your body. Right. Uh, it, it comes out in, in physical form. So everything that I was pretending to be on the outside was reflecting on the inside and I couldn't hide it anymore. So finally I get, I live with this, this disease that I didn't really, under, you know, I didn't know what it was. Finally I get diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and uh, there was really nothing that the doctors could do. Hmm. There's really not much you can do for an autoimmune disease, except maybe like a pill or a cream and then your symptoms come back and you're still sick. So uh, then I, that's, it kind of reminds me of an ayahuasca ceremony where you're in full surrender to God, universe, whatever you want to call it. I was on the floor crying, just asking God to please, like, I need, I need something in my life. I'm, I'm asking for help, right? Mm. And then finally, I was just online and I saw become a health coach. I was like, maybe that's a sign, mm -hmm. you know? So I joined. I went to IIN, the best health health school you could go to. It was amazing. Six months into the program, I realized that my disease was manifested by me. Mm. And um, through that, I started to eat better. I started to work out, and my symptoms started to subside. And uh, but I was still sick. I was still in the corporate world. I was still being micromanaged. I was going to a job every day that didn't fulfill my life. Mm. Uh, and you were in the matrix. I was really hardcore in the matrix. You yeah. know, yeah. I had a Range Rover and, you know, the girl doing it all on her own. The whole thing. Living alpha alpha living, female. Li alpha female, but living paycheck to paycheck because I was doing it on my own. And it's, right. it, it's expensive. Miami, right. you know, if you want a certain type of lifestyle. Right. So I was the girl. And then, you know, men would come in, even great men would come into my life. But I was just like, so cold by this point. So like, they would even offer to do stuff for me. And I'd be like, Oh, I got it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like all that masculine energy protecting the heart. <laughs> you know, so finally, uh, fast forward, I would say, I ended up getting uh, fired. My boss of almost seven years was like, we love you, your family, but your Zen life does not work here anymore. Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, got it. It's like, you're way too chill. You're not this animal 
be sales girl. You just don't right. have it. Right. And it stung, but I was, I was, I was happy. I yeah, was, secretly, uh, happy. I was like, you know, I had, I had asked God for help. I asked my angels for help and I got it. Good. So I, it's like the shackles and I was released. I was free. I was scared for about two weeks and then I just decided, no, this is what I wanted. It's going to work out. The universe basically just moved things out of the way for me. And here I am. So then I met my husband. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us that story? Because I think for a lot of people, I've heard the story from Brandon's perspective as a man. <laughs> um, I, I want to hear it from your perspective as a woman, because for a lot of single people, they spend so much time consumed with where am I going to find the one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see, uh, I started to, we'll go before I met him. So I, I, I had opened up the doors to the mirror of I'm going to love myself now. You know, it's like, uh, I'm gonna, first of all, get rid of the relationships that don't work for you, that don't serve you. The people in your life that do not serve you, they're jealous of you, or there's just something you always know. Their little intuition, your angels are always guiding you. Mm -hmm. So I started to really just tune into myself, and I decided from a point of what feels good for me. Mm -hmm. So I started making those decisions. And then, uh, fast forward, fast <laughs> you, you caught me off guard when you did that little thing. Go ahead. Um, so yeah, it's just making conscious decisions like, okay, I'm not going to be with this guy anymore out. I'm not going to, again, the job's done. I started to really love myself. Taking time out as well. Taking some time, some breaks, um, doing the things that, that light up my life, going outside, being in nature, tuning in, um, singing. I'm a singer you know, tuning into that high frequency vibration of love and energy and, and singing of song. Um, and then that's when I met my husband because I was at a place where I actually could say that I loved myself. You love yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so it, wow. here he comes. We met um, at the regional Burning Man here in Miami. Did you come to, did you get to come to that? I didn't, no. No, okay. No. So fun. Yeah. Um, he walked into my trailer. He had the one heart uh, pendant on. I locked eyes. I mean, his eyes have every color you could imagine. And I was just like, who are you? And I just kind of like, kind of come into his vortex, like his space. And he's just like, <laughs> who is this girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like really in my space and he's just looking at me and I'm looking at his pendant. And, and then uh, pretty much after that it was done. We knew, I mean, two weeks, he was like telling me move in. It was giving me this proposal. And I was just like, I still had the, the insecure uh, slow down. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like this yeah. is too good to be true. He can't really be that into me. Right. You know, like that little voice was still coming. You know, we self-sabotage ourselves. And the ego, I know. Right. I know. Uh, so I tried to talk myself out of it a little bit. And then I was like, this is for real. And uh, he asked me to move in. I started, I started living the life that I, and then that's where it comes into me really.
coming into to who I really am and I had the support of him, the support of the universe. And um, yeah, so that's the story. I love it. It's so interesting. I was having this conversation today with, with, uh, with a young lady who was going through a breakup. I, I, I don't know why I'm a, this is just, it's just mm -hmm. happening. And, you know, started mentioning to me um, that she's been self-sabotaging because she's been comparing everyone to her, uh, her ex. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that advice that came from my heart for her at the moment was what you just said, because it helped me, it, it helped me, was it, go within, you know, mm -hmm. get to know and love yourself, mm -hmm. find yourself first, right? Calm your mind, calm your heart, really fall in love with yourself, right? Because from that space and that energy, Mm -hmm. I think that you will attract because the universe is absolutely perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect. So perfect. So perfect. The problem is, is that we have an incessant mind that doesn't shut up. Mm -hmm. So the universe doesn't know how to listen to what it is that we're feeling because we're not feeling, we're thinking. And people, right. if you're out there watching, you are not a human doer or a human thinker. You are a human being. You're a mm -hmm. human being. <laughs> yeah. Right? And as a result, that's why I feel like Jeanette uh, was able to finally find peace and find the one because she started being. Would, would you agree? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Good. Just, Good. Yeah, 100%. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions here, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Because I know what it's like to live the life that you were mentioning. I know what it's like to be out in the hustle. I know what it's like to be fully connected to the matrix. And, and I mean, you know, the matrix has its components, which it tells you and feeds you are okay. Work-wise, material-wise, spiritual-wise, it, and it's all fear-based. Mm -hmm. It's all fear-based, right? Mm -hmm. Because the more that a human being is in fear, the more that it is in the mind, the less that it is in the heart. And I want to talk to you about, you know, spiritually, I can see some things behind you that back in the day would have seemed to me were a little, little woo, -woo a little, little, a little weird for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now I totally get it. And, and I, I love this about you, Jeanette, is that you, you lead a group in Miami that actually helps women get connected really to, to their heart, but to their true authentic mm -hmm. self. Tell mm -hmm. us about that. And how did that path begin for you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have a little incense. I'm going to move it a little over here. Yeah. So, you know, after, after I met my husband and after, you know, just really coming to a, a beautiful space uh, within, I said, how the heck can I share this with the women, mm -hmm. with my sister tribe, with, the Miami women, especially yeah. with, you know, because I see it so much here, but it's not that I see it. It's because I, I know it and I've, I've been there. You so. lived it. You lived yeah. it. Right. Everything that I talk about is something that I've been through. Mm. Every circle, every, I'm super vulnerable with my girls and I don't, I don't bullshit. I'm very black and white. I'm human and I don't have a perfect life. So I'm very open with them and raw. And so I just said, how can I bring this to so many women? Like, this is my mission. It just was like, this is what you're here to do. Mm -hmm. So do mm -hmm. it. 
So I didn't know what I was doing, but I, and this is what I tell the girls, like whatever your passion is, just set a date. You Go. don't have to know anything right now. You just set the date and you figure it out. And then, but you have something, you know? So I set a date and then I put it together and I had all these come, these girls come I'm like, and now we're two and a half years in with the circle. Um, I just wanted to really share a sacred space, a safe space for women to be vulnerable and everything that happens there stays there as well. Mm. Um, and, uh, and I just, I wanted to, again, share my story and then through exercises and meditation, removing energy blocks, there's a lot of tears and there's, it's a lot of breakthrough. Um, so it's kind of like the gist of, of what we do. And, and we do everything from, um, self-love coming into your power, coming into your truth, using your voice, um, mirror work, shadow work. Uh, we were doing the altars the other day, um, like how to build your altar, but it's not even how to build your altar. You don't need all these little things. You just, your altar is your temple. It is your home. It is your heart you know um, yeah tell me this um i i resonate so much with that jeanette you, you don't know this about me but I, I i i people are starting to feel a shift in in myself yeah um, and 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 really in the content that i put out now um and it's because you know for so many years i was i was i was putting myself in this like i'm a real estate guy box yeah when in my heart i know i've never been i've been I've been way different than that. And I want to share, like my thing now is, you know, I want to share to with, with people that, you know, they can grow a great business. They can be free, but yet they can also be spiritually and emotionally, not only connected, but, but they can be healed. And, and the thing that healed me and I mm -hmm. believe healed you was ayahuasca. And so I can't mm -hmm. not, I can't not talk about that. But yeah. what, what was that like for you? And uh, uh, mm -hmm. this is something that is very normal to us. I've done yeah. <laughs> God, 12, 13 ceremonies. You've done a bunch. Yeah. Uh, we haven't died. We're still here. Um, you know, what brought He's you so to gentle. Ayahuasca? Yeah. <laughs> what brought you to ayahuasca? And, and what was that experience like for you? And what has it meant for you? Okay. I'm so glad that you mentioned uh, the spirit of ayahuasca and I'm I'm so honored that we were able to share a ceremony as well that was Absolutely. beautiful um, so ayahuasca had been calling me uh, for a while she calls you mm -hmm. it's not just I mean usually if you're here on this conversation she's probably calling you you're in yeah. vibration to this conversation you're in alignment and you're going to be Googling it or you're going to be messaging Danny or myself and that's okay. Yeah. Um, so she starts to call you. You become, you, start, you know, I was getting a little bit curious. And then all of my new friends, because again, my life was changing. I met a completely different world of Miami. I had conscious, awake people in my life. Mm -hmm. So again, attraction. They were always doing ceremonies. They were talking about it. Um, and then I, I meet Brandon and Brandon's like, oh, well, I actually 
uh, lead people to the jungle to drink ayahuasca. And I'm like, wow, that's insane, you know? And he actually planned my very first ayahuasca ceremony for my birthday. Mm. That was coming up that, that year we met. So we had 22 people come together and um, it was my first time. And I will say that, I mean, like every, every experience in ayahuasca, is, it's divine and it's perfect as it is. You can say, well, the shaman this and the, the music or whatever. But at, this, at the end of the day, it was the experience that was for you, mm -hmm. right? Right. And that's what you needed in that moment. It was a, it was definitely a little bit harder going in. It was beautiful. I did not move at all. Hmm. He was telling me, you're going to stay right there. Mm -hmm. And later on, I realized that it was because I was always on the go. Right. I was like fidgety. What do I do? Are they clean? What, you know? But in that moment in my life, she was like almost holding me down. And she was like, you're going to stay. I got you. Breathe, relax. And the mm. whole time, I was just breathing, very calm. Mm. It was a beautiful experience, I will say. Um, ayahuasca, for me, throughout the, the ceremonies, has brought, uh, most, of, most importantly, self-love. That's, yeah. Self-love. Love. Can I, can I ask love. you a question? Can I ask you a question? If I would have heard self-love two years ago, I would have been like, oh, yeah, self-love. Yeah, yeah, self-love. But, yeah. but hearing it now, now that I've journeyed with plant medicine, and now that I know, now that I know that I know what real, real self-love is, real self is, <laughs> like, explain that, because I don't think people understand. I, I don't think. And by the way, bless yoga. I, I'm glad you're here right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If I could just, like, you know, for me, it's, it's as easy as just closing my eyes and breathing into my heart. Mm. And instantly I'm, I'm connected to the mother again. I'm connected to ayahuasca. I'm connected to self-love. It's stillness. It's just you. That there's, it's non-attachment to absolutely anything. You're, it's just you. You are God. And you are connected to yourself, to your soul. Mm. Um, and I would say it's probably what a mother feels when she has a baby. You know, not all mothers, but that kind of, you know. Um, but it's hard to explain because it's, you are God. We are God. We are. Uh, we are God. The, the, you know, the, the, the matrix doesn't want you to know that. It, it wants yeah. you to depend on an outside God, but you realize very quickly, mm -hmm. we are God. We are God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are God. I love it. I love it. We are God. So ayahuasca, self-love is God. Yes. If I could just put it in, and that might be confusing for a lot of people, but um, that's what it means to me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, Jeanette, I'm going to, I'll say something. You just mentioned something that I know a lot of our goddesses out there have a, a tough time with a lot of our women out there. A lot of our sisters out there have a tough time with, um, uh, because men and women, uh, um, get distracted by the ego in, in different ways. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I know uh, from, from my studying that women have like a, we all do, but it's an incessant chatter. It's, it's a nonstop self-talk mm-hmm. that, you know, typically want to, we want to grab a glass of wine or do something to calm that down. You know, mm-hmm. you even mm-hmm. just mentioned you were always on the go, on the go, on the go. That's, you know, that's the body reflecting what the mind is thinking. Yeah. Food. Yet, food whatever it is. Right. Yeah. And yet right now I feel you. And it's so interesting. Like I, I feel so connected with you energetically, right? Yeah. I feel yeah. us very, yeah. very centered, very yeah. centered. Where yeah. I was just like you in the past. I was on the go. I had to go. I had to go do something. I, you know, I didn't even know what mm-hmm. it felt like to just sit mm-hmm. and be. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you could share with some of our awesome ladies out there a tip, like you know, um, maybe maybe they can't go, you know, tomorrow to Costa Rica to do ayahuasca. But, yeah. but what could they start doing in their own home? What could they start doing like tomorrow morning or even tonight to get centered with themselves? I'll share whatever I would do. So for me, let's say tonight, um, you know, there has to be a certain time that you turn off all of your electronics, first of all, mm-hmm. you know, putting it off, putting it on airplane mode is really important because everything is energy and frequency. And, you know, we actually had to move away from the city because it was too much sound pollution, too much uh, electromagnetic frequency for me. I'm very empathic, very sensitive to energy. Sure. So I, by the way, say- I, know, I know what you mean because so much has changed for me in my life now that I live up on the mountain now. I'm, a, I'm away oh, from everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I know what you mean. That's so beautiful. Yeah. So it's like quite starting to quiet the mind. Um, again, the electronics. Um, for me, I like to do a meditation before bed. Um, I like to uh, read a book. I like to journal, uh, you know what, saying what you're grateful for every day, mm. you know, just even if it's in your bed, close your eyes and you're like, today I was grateful for walking the dog, whatever. It could be washing my hair, whatever, putting on makeup right now, you know, putting on high notes or whatever it was, um, whatever makes you happy, whatever like really brightens up your heart. Uh oh, got a dog going mm-hmm. soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, what are you grateful for? It's like just changing the energy of your day. Mm-hmm. That's a really good for me, you yeah. know, because we're gonna have things come up. So it's like, okay, that was that. Whatever came up to me that I wasn't happy with, that was there for a reason. I actually put that there to show me something. Mm. So what, how can I reflect that onto, you know, like turn it around and be like, okay, I see what you're trying to tell me. Universe. Sure. sure. I'm grateful for that. And I'm just going to kind of just start quieting my mind. And that's ultimately what consciousness is. You know, consciousness is being aware. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. when you talk about the conscious community, Mm -hmm. you're talking about human beings that are aware i i I love how many times you you said it happened and i attracted it or it happened and i i I saw it it's because you're conscious you're conscious of what's happening everything everything that happens to you 
So, so tell me this, um, because, you know, I'm a big believer that when you're conscious, you're not only aware, but you're also in control. You're also in control. And we've had two back-to-back situations here in our society that have affected society, but have not necessarily affected everyone in society. Mm-hmm. Um, I, know, I know for myself, you know, COVID, I, I decided to not wear a mask. I decided uh, uh, um, to really not feel fear at all whatsoever, not be worried, not be concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, with the current situation, um, although I am definitely empathetic, I've just decided to invest my energy in the best way I know to fight the current situation, which is to be the best example of myself. Right. Um, yeah. How has the current situation affected you and your husband? And how have you been able to maintain good, positive energy throughout or throughout it all? So at first, when it first happened, I'm not going to lie. I was like, whoa what's going on? This is really weird. You know, I was like cleaning everything. I was kind of being erratic. And then I was like, wait, this is the complete opposite of what I would be doing in general. And this isn't who I am. It doesn't feel good to me. Mm. Uh, I was creating this like fear and resistance to the COVID. And then Brandon and I had a conversation and we're like, we're going to attract this if we keep fearing it. That's right. And if we keep like cleaning and the, you know, so then I, I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. You know what? I'm going to let it go. I'm going to give it to God. I am a big angel person. So I talk to my angels all the time. Um, I'm always doing protection meditations. I use all kinds of modalities for that. I'm always just like, I got this. We're good. I got my team. We're ready to go out the door. Um, so, but what was weird was we created a different energy here but when we leave home when we would leave home and go out there yeah i was like it's weird again this is nuts yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) but yeah exactly what you said you know every again what we were talking about earlier whatever you're believing it's going to manifest into something and this is what i i honestly feel this is why people are dying from it because they are becoming obsessed with that they have this thing which Mm -hmm. i honestly feel is fake so mm-hmm. i will say um and that's no disrespect to anyone because there are people getting it again i think it's a it's a mental mind game we have a lot of uh information being pumped to us there's fear we're not you know we're using all the we're, we're using so much antibacterial we're just we're not even going outside and allowing ourselves to get dirty and to touch people and we need good bacteria in our lives there's so I could we could go on forever probably yeah. talking about all that. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, final thought, final mm-hmm. thought uh, from you to our audience, final thought from you to that young lady right now that is watching that maybe on the outside, it looks like everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe on the outside, it looks like everything is perfect. Yeah. And yet on the inside, they're not feeling yeah. authentically like everything is perfect. Maybe they're at a job that they don't really like being at. Maybe they're mm-hmm. in a relationship like you were that is not really fulfilling them in their heart. Uh, maybe they, they know and they've been sensing that there's something inside that is missing. What would you say? Hmm. 
I would love a session with them, first of all. Okay, good. <laughs> well, because, you know, I, when I have people, it doesn't even have to be in front of me, but I could channel in mm -hmm. messages. So, and I write words and then mm -hmm. that's where I know where I need to go. But okay, regardless of that. Um, we'll have them reach out to you right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say go to the mirror. When, when we're done here, go to the mirror, look at yourself straight in your eyes and tell yourself that, tell yourself, I love you and see how that feels. Does it feel comfortable? Does it feel, are you sad? Are you happy? Because then you'll really know if you're really truly loving yourself. It's re I've seen a lot of clients, it's hard for them to actually look at themselves in the mirror and say, I love you. And that's how I know that they're not really loving themselves. Connected, right. Yeah. And then there are some girls who can say it, but they're still kind of lying, but they know. But they know that they, right. They know. Right. They're like manipulating the situation. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I love you, you know. So I would say this is a really good way for you to just see how it feels, get into your heart. And if it feels uncomfortable, if it feels, you know, if, if you're sad, I want you to let the tears out. I want mm -hmm. you to cry because you know what? There's so much stuck emotion in the entire world and we are counting on you to release that. Mm -hmm. we, we are counting on every single person to release all of this sadness, to release all of this anger, to release all of these things that they don't love about themselves. So I'm encouraging you and challenging you to, to do this exercise. And if there's something there, let it go. Let it out. And give yourself a hug. Yes, I love <laughs> And it. do something that, 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 uh, that's like saying, I love you, whatever it is. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Jeanette, thank you for being here this week. Um, how do they reach out to you? What is your Instagram handle? I, uh, it's at I am Jeanette Rios. Okay. I can write it. I don't know if I can write it here, but oh, they have it well, up there. Yeah, but I'm going to put it on the podcast. So it's important okay, great. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. It's at I am Jeanette Rios. And you can go ahead and send me an email on my Linktree account there. Awesome. Beautiful. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I'm so, such an honor to be with you. And I, I have to say that I I love what you're doing. I love the growth that you have, the, the, the changes I've seen in you. And it's people like you that we need more of because you have so much impact in the world. So I honor you. I see you. And I love you so much. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you too. Thank you. Have for a everything. beautiful night. You too. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.